Alright guys, you uh, this is um, a big segment, and I'll tell you why. Because we have an interview today um, with the guys from Cold Shoulder. They're San Francisco-based hard rock slash kind of heavy metal band. So, more hard rock, but these guys are really awesome. Uh, they really know how to carry an interview. You'll see that, you know, when I mess up, they'll definitely, they definitely kind of rebound from that. It's, it's, you'll have to listen to it. Um, it, these guys are really awesome. You can check out their music. We'll leave their their link tree in the um, in the description so you can check out all their stuff. And um, without any further ado, I hope you enjoy this interview. Um, well, you'll see me later. Yes. All right. What do you say we get into the interview? Sounds good. All right. So um, just want to start off with a. Just kind of like a broad. Well, actually, first um, for for the listeners, could you um, introduce yourselves and uh, which instrument you play? What what's sort of your role in the band? Uh, Joe, you start. Uh, I'm Joe Faria. I play guitar in Cold Shoulder. I'm Jacob. That, Jacob. <laughs> you cut out there, Jacob. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm That's Jason. Jacob. Drums. I play. Yeah, Jacob on drums. <laughs> Jacob, I'm Jason Kenny. Jacob. I play bass. And this is Marcus, and I am on the vocals. Awesome. All right. And um, so uh, I guess we'll get into questions now. Excellent. So I think everyone. So everyone's kind of wanting to know what's what's the story behind the band. You know, I know you guys kind of found each other on a. Off a Craigslist ad. So how was that process? Like, was it hit and miss or one and done? How how what's what's the story of the band? Uh, Joe, why don't you tell that one? Uh, yeah. So um, Jason and I, and um, alternatively Marcus and Jacob, have played together uh, for a while in different bands. Uh, me and Jason, you know, jamming whatever for probably over seven to ten years something within that range um yeah and me me and jacob were we've been in some projects before and then uh had done other bands as well we hadn't met each other though huh. no yeah we, uh, we hadn't well, met each other yeah um but i put out a craigslist ad uh looking for a drummer or yeah drummer and a singer because jason and i play guitar and bass and uh you know, we auditioned a few different people for singer and, and drumming and, you know, it, it just either wasn't a fit or, um, and I, and I hate to say it, but like the, the level of talent, I guess, wasn't there. Nice people, but just not, not up to what we were trying to do. Um, but you know, that went on for a few months and honestly, I was, I was going to kind of take the Craigslist ad down because it was probably like a three, four month thing where me and Jason just couldn't really find anybody, you know, same music styles, uh, wanting to do the same kind of stuff and all that. Uh, and then just finding the right people. Uh, and then one day I got an email from, uh, Marcus and alternatively Jacob, they sent two separate emails <laughs> and, uh, we uh we set up a day to meet. I, they they sent me like their samples from uh their their previous band that they were a part of, and uh you know it was like damn these guys are they're killer like they're 
amazingly talented, you know, let's see what happens. And we uh, ended up meeting at a Chili's over <laughs> here in uh, the Bay Area and um, just decided to jam, you know, one day and see where it goes. And we learned a few covers or whatever. And I had a couple songs written that Marcus put some lyrics to and jammed those. And that's basically it. Every Everything from there is what you see now. Huh. That's really yeah, and then cool. we had this. Then we had to pick a band name. Yeah. <laughs> but here, you ask your question first. We'll get into that. Oh, I was I was just going to – I was literally just going to ask, uh, where did the name Cold Shoulder come from? Uh, Jacob, you want me to take it or do you want to take that one? That's all you, Marcus. So uh, we've been trying to come up with names for a while. Um, I've been brainstorming names because me and Jacob knew we wanted to do something. So I've been brainstorming names. I remember – sitting around with Jacob and we were coming up with, well, what are our influences? And they were all over the place. Maybe that'll lead us to where we should be going now. And uh, we had a cool name, Joe and Jason. I think you were part of this too. And if you weren't, I apologize, (laughs) but we, we were liking the name anchor down and uh, every band goes through this process. You come up with a name and then you look it up and you go, there's 97 bands with that name. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, uh, we had come up because we wanted to have something fun, something that sounded fun while being tough. And so, you know, there's a lot of bands that are like face punch or something like that. <laughs> and and we came up with cold shoulder, you know, and it's, it's two things. It's, it's given the cold shoulder. Cool. You know, we just, I just had a, I, I kind of mentioned to some of you yesterday, I, I had a one other interview before you guys and it was a, uh, it was a one-man brutal death metal project, and he, uh, his, the name of his band was Rectum Torture. So, <laughs> and like um, one man tortures me. Yeah. <laughs> so, for Jason and Joe, who put up the ad, is the sound that you have now what you were looking for, or did you have something else in mind when you were first starting out? Um, I mean. It it was almost kind of seamless because uh, I'm, uh, we we all kind of like '90s rock, you know, popular rock stuff, along with all the the classics and everything in modern mm-hmm. 2000s and on stuff. You know, our our influences kind of are everywhere, um, but I think all of them meshed into kind of what we all wanted to do. Um, I wouldn't really call us like a throwback band even though you know I, I love that kind of music but it i i am definitely not unhappy with what we <laughs> put together that's for sure <laughs> oh yeah you guys have awesome music you guys are i i can definitely see how talented each of you are and um kind of coming off from that how do you uh kind of balance each of your musical styles because you all seem to have a very unique style in your playing but how do you balance that and have such good music come from that and not here's yeah here's you guys everyone say their influences and then jason dunk on everyone's influences <laughs> and cooler stuff that you listen to <laughs> all right uh yeah joe rattle off a few of yours uh probably top five would be allison chains foo fighters van halen uh Guns and Roses and probably Soundgarden. Oh yeah, good stuff. 
<laughs> uh, Jacob? Uh, Breaking Benjamin, Nickelback, Savelle, Seven Dust, Eminem, House and Chains. <laughs> Marcus, all you now. I don't think so. Yeah, hmm. I can't hear him. Hmm. I'm still hearing. Oh, there you can go. Can you not hear me? Oh, here. Can, can you hear me now? I'm like, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, I don't know. For me, I love uh, the Beach Boys, I love the Who. Um, I love Guns N' Roses. They're freaking awesome. Uh, Audio Slave, Soundgarden, and Nickelback. Can't deny it. <laughs> oh, see there. That's a big one, too. Right on. Yeah, yeah. some of my influences, uh, they range all over the place, man. Um, uh, starting back from Blues Brothers. Um, I love blues. I love the old blues. Uh, Garrett Clapton, B.B. King. Uh, Kev Mo, and then I jump all the way to like metal. I'd be like Metallica, Seven Dust, Nothing More. I really Ooh. like Cream Theater too. Ooh yeah. Um, you can go some. Nothing Aiden's More is there. great. Love Nothing More. Nothing <laughs> More and Carnival. Uh, shoot, we can even go like classic rock. I love Bad Company. Um, some Eagles. Um, jump straight to country. <laughs> I'm inspired by them as well. I can get easily inspired by like just hearing one harmony note, and I'm like, oh man, there's a thousand ideas in my head right now. That's really cool. I, the I, bassist is always the most talented person in the band. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what it seems like. Uh, I try. Yeah. I try. <laughs> so, so uh, I can definitely hear all those different influences in your music, and I, I really enjoy how you guys can kind of mash all that together and keep it. But keep it sounding unique and original. I think that's really cool how you guys do that. No, thanks. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. Something definitely to do with all our styles meshing together and uh, just kind of has a unique blend. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And uh, so how, how did you, um, you know – you kind of got all these influences and that kind of like influenced you to get into like playing music and learning how to do all this stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. And so how did you actually learn to did you your instruments or to sing? Did you take lessons or did you read a book or how did you kind of do that? Uh, for me, um, I, and I learned by learning songs that I liked. So I never probably should have, but I never took any like training or had an instructor or read books or anything. Um, I would just put on songs I like and crudely try to play along to them. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, fast forward to now, I use YouTube and all this other technology to like learn things. But still, I always fall back to because I don't really know how to read music or anything. Yeah. So I just fall back to listening to the song, memorizing it and playing along to it. So I guess technology's changed but my my technology hasn't <laughs> wow <That's really> cool. <laughs> um for me singing um i was the kid when i was three years old i was singing to the people in the grocery store <laughs> um so you know singing uh through church and then um doing like musicals theater performances things like that um and then I took a little bit of vocal training uh, a little later. Um, you know, I always enjoyed singing, but after singing a lot, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I need to learn how to protect my voice. 
Um, <laughs> so I took some lessons. It was valuable. Learned some um, some new parts of my voice to use, and then started auditioning with bands. <laughs> awesome. Interesting. Um, as a guitar player, I I started out taking lessons, and then my guitar teacher moved away probably about like eight months into learning. So I just hopped on YouTube and uh ultimateguitar.com for yes. all my tabs. See yeah. when I click on it, I go to the chord section. I'm like, where's the easy version? Right. You know, <laughs> I don't want these seventh chords. Just give me the root. Yeah. <laughs> Can I play it with power chords? Is it in drop D? Yeah. Fuck yeah. But uh but yeah I that that that's basically, I mean, I learned my basics from my guitar teacher, like, you know, uh, the open chords and bar chord and everything like that. But everything else, songs, other techniques, all YouTube and uh, ultimate guitar, you know, tabs, all that kind of stuff. And listening to just listening to the songs and playing along to it. Wow, that's really cool. Joe, when you learn a guitar solo... How do you do it on ultimateguitar.com? That's there's so much. Yeah. Um I listen to the song and then I play along with it and honestly most of the time unless it's like a really popular song there's like a few notes or like different things that are wrong with it. So that's why I listen to it and play with it. And then mm-hmm. um sometimes like cuz certain notes are um they're Not the, in the same, same. Well, they're the, or whatever they're the same higher up like so say like i'm on the 12th fret you know uh high e and then i go to the fifth fret b string it's the same note but i'm playing everything uh, down like on the 12th fret in the e position like and they're they're writing oh let's play up here on the fifth it's like no i'm just gonna stay down here because <laughs> there's no reason to go up there so huh that's the fingers of fury <laughs> yeah yeah, I've always wanted to learn music, but I like what? What do you do? You have any suggestions for anyone trying to get into music? Like, yeah, Jason, give him suggestions on how to be a music prodigy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, all I can say to any listeners or musicians is uh, you got to invest the time. Um, the beginning is the hardest. Uh, it definitely, it seems grueling. The exercises are painful after a while, you know, we're super repetitive, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, you know, but all those are necessary. Like they're all the building blocks to what you need. Um, Stacking the chords, the harmonies, the chord formulas, like it all is derived from practicing and practicing is everything. Um, Even professional musicians today, like that's just all they do, man. They do those practicing the scales over and over again. Um, Also, I can say just play what you want play whatever song you are inspired by you heard a taylor swift song and you're like hey i really like that melody i like that song play it pick it up like do it um huh. i'd say the same thing for blues or something like oh just uh the only way you can do it is just to do it i want to take you back on that real quick you know uh jason you said play what you want you said taylor swift jacob that was totally me and jacob have been jamming uh kelly clarkson since we've been gone lately <laughs> we were talking Dude, about that the some, other day there is some magic in there uh if you're singer. if you're looking for a reason you want to see what the light at the end of the tunnel is like for like learning music theory 
pick a song you like on Rick Beato's What Makes This Song Great, and you see all the things that he can describe, and it makes you go, man, I want to learn everything. <laughs> That's true. Wow. That I've never that's that's really uh insightful. <laughs> um so kind of coming off from how you play music, how do you write music? Do you guys kind of gather up in a room and bounce ideas off each other? Do you write your own stuff and come in with it or how does it work? So when we started, it was um you know, we both I say both just cuz both we were in pairs when we joined. Um, like Joe had some songs that were like mostly done instrumentally, um, and then with lyrics. And um, me and Jacob were more like bringing full songs. So then there were some. I'm pretty sure there was some that came out just organically. But mm-hmm. you're still kind of in that phase of like you're forming a band and really learning how the other person writes, so to speak. Um, and then comparing that against what you have. So it's, it's interesting. One of the most challenging things is um, even now we're ha- having issues and it's funny because you just got to learn how to say it. Um, for example, if Joe is thinking of something as uh, one measure, I might be thinking of two measures because I'm counting it different in my head. So when we're saying do it one time or do it two times. It gets, it gets confused, um, but it's a fun process. Hmm. And so I've, I, I was kind of wondering, and I, want, and I wanted to get to this at some point in the um, interview. T- could you tell us a little bit about your new single, Can You? Uh, how, how did you write that? What's the kind of ideal behind it? Uh, who wants to take that one? Joe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you... Um... I think I'd had the guitar riff for a while and I think we actually jammed it on like three different ideas on different things. And it was just like, Oh yeah, it's cool. Whatever. Never really moved on with it or anything. Uh, went to other stuff. Um, but then I, I, I wrote like the actual full thing, like chorus verse intro. And then the other stuff came later. And then, uh, me and Marcus worked on lyrics. Um, Jacob had the cool like uh, the drum beat for that that intro riff. I would I guess the main riff, whatever it'd be called. Uh, you know, kind of doing big drums and then the, I, I don't I, I wouldn't know what it's called, Jacob. But like full time <laughs> and like full time and then going to double time, I guess like the quick turnaround there. Um, but that that's that's basically how it goes. We'll just come up with an idea and we'll go from there, whether it's a riff or a full song or Marcus has lyrics and a strumming pattern or what whatever. Um but that's kind of how the intro idea. Yeah. Yeah, that that's kinda how can you and then yeah, we were like, Well, Jason, just throw your bass as the intro. That's cool. Like throw the distortion on, that's tight. So I mean that's that's that. Uh the idea about it, uh, uh the um the form of it, I guess, the song is, you know, about relationships and everything like that. Obviously, can you love me? Can you hate me? You know, how, how to deal with all that and in, in that territory. All right, we're going to take a little break from that. And we're just going to play you Cold Shoulders, a new single called Can You. They released it uh, well, less than two weeks ago. So 
please check it out. It's really awesome. And they were just talking about it on the interview, so I thought it was a it would be a good time to cut in and just say that. So this is added in in post, just so you know. So anyway, Cold Shoulders' new single, Can You, coming up next on Phenomena Nations. We'll be uh, right back. Enjoy. Thank you. 
Hey Luke, you look sad again. Yeah, I am. I just wish there was a place where I could buy Phenomenation's ankle socks, duffel bags, travel mugs, and baby clothes. Well, what a coincidence. Because Max Pichetta, Phenomenation's podcast, just set up a merch store on Spreadshirt.ca. Or .com if you're American. Well, really? Yeah, you can find it in our link tree, which, that, which will be in the description. And not only that... You can get all the items that you wanted, and normal stuff, like shirts, What's pajamas. What's normal about this? It seems like uh, like an odd request for ankle socks of a podcast, but... I mean, you can get them if you want! Yeah. You can go on there and customize your shirts, um, sweaters, mugs, and all different sorts of things with all the different designs that I've all uploaded. So, yep. More to come. More... More designs to come. Do you feel better now? Yeah, yeah I feel great. That's good to hear. I'm going to go order some ankle socks. Oh, yeah. And a duffel bag so you and can carry... And baby clothes. And baby clothes so we can carry all his merch. I don't know. He's carrying it on the duffel bag, not the baby clothes. Check it out in the link tree in the description. Huh. That's really cool. And uh, do, do your lyrical themes kind of go with that like throughout your other songs do they kind of go <laughs> parallel with that or do they, are they different uh, so yes and no so you know I, I think every band has songs that are more serious than others or um, like we we enjoy things like Dio <laughs> uh, things that maybe aren't maybe aren't true um, but are fun so like don't don't call me as like it's meant to be like a headbanger fun song and it, we're talking about you know girls and, and drugs and that's really just not us <laughs> but it's fun you know it's fun um yeah. so like that's a fun ridiculous song um a song like know your enemy you know would also be one that's a little more serious kind of like can you and that's um that's definitely uh, there's things that reflect real experiences and then there's some things that are just for fun Generalized, personalized, yeah. For the storytelling of it, yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> pretty cool. And do, do you kind of hope to evolve to something different than what you kind of do now? Or do you kind of want to keep it like you are now when you kind of do a serious song and a fun song? Or how's that gonna, do you want, how do you want that to pan out in the future? Um, you know we're we're fun guys we we're loose <laughs> so you know we we want to keep it fun you know we're we're kind of cheesy and um so we want to make sure songs are fun um lyrically things can you know they're sometimes they're not always goofy um yeah. but even a song that's about a serious subject can still be fun to listen to Mm-hmm. Um, there's some music man that you hear it and you're like i can only listen to this every now and again because <laughs> um, it, it makes you uh too upset <laughs> yeah you know like there's i can think of i i can't think of an example right now but there's like millions of songs you know that i can uh, that i listen to like it has a super serious meaning but it's it's so fun to listen to and um yeah my chemical romance yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so, coming from your, like, kind of opposite from you, not, not opposite, but coming away from your, just lyrics in general, but do you guys kind of stand for something? Like, 
as a band or do you just kind of do it for the music and less for trying to get like a personal message out? Um, I mean, we enjoy playing the music, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but for us, uh, if there's a message, I guess, I-, I think it means a little something different to all of us. But for me, it's just embrace what you love. Um, you know, everyone gets to bring elements to the band that they love. I, I love being a little cheesy. Um, and-, and there's no reason that rock can't be fun like that. Um, that's one of the things that we-, we talk about we miss from 80s and 90s music is they were having fun um, backstage, offstage. Um, and so we want to, for me, it's, it's fun. That's awesome. I, I like to hear people thinking like that, you know, cause like a lot of me- modern music is just people trying to take themselves too seriously. And that's not fun. You know, that's not, it doesn't always make for good music. I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah I don't want to call anyone out, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure, sometimes, but for the most part, it's just kind of why do you gotta take yourself so seriously? But why <laughs> so Um, I want to move away from the songwriting process now and more towards the band dynamic. So, is so what? What's kind of like the best and worst experience each of you have had being in? Uh, cold shoulder so far dude that's hard <laughs> the best experience is playing uh, playing shows that have you know a full room there the worst experiences are showing up and you're playing to the bartender <laughs> <laughs> sometimes that's how it is it's funny it's too, fun. uh, sometimes it's not expected yeah expect the unexpected um I don't know. I'd say fun times or like best times. Honestly, it's it's funny to say, but when we're in the creative process and um, everyone's married to their idea, it, in so much that he's gone. Am I lost? He's dead. Oh, there you are. <laughs> no, okay. Oh, I was saying it's some people view it as a negative, but I think the um, uh, songwriting process where we disagree is fun. Um, something that is a negative. For everyone, travel. <laughs> yep. Indeed. <laughs> uh, best best experience in the band. Uh, I don't know. Probably that one gig where we sold out all of our merch to the full room. That's definitely the, <laughs> that was a awesome. that was a good one. Uh, worst experience was when we almost had to throw down with another band and then played to a bartender because they took our spot. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I almost got into a fight that night. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, another good one when we played with Crowbot. Those guys are awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> I'm, what? I've never. I've heard of those guys, but I've never listened to them. What are What are they about? Like they're their... like they're they're fun, man. They're like a group, like a groovy hard rock band that's like Soundgarden and almost a little like Dio. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I don't know. They're fun, man. Check out they're, the They're Lola. fun. They embrace the fun. Yeah, they're really cool. They're, the front man's a great performer and a phenomenal singer. 100%. That, that's pretty cool. I'll check them out. 
And so, you know, I, I live in, like, the middle of, like, nowhere Saskatchewan, all right? And, <laughs> and, I, and I'm just – and there's not a lot of venues and places where people play music. Is it kind of different in, like, San Francisco? Like, do you are, – are you – is it easy for you to find places to play music or do you still have to do quite a bit of digging and uh, work to find places to play? Um, there's a lot I, I of think, places to oh play. Oh, yeah, Jacob, you take that one. Yeah, there's a lot of places to play. Um, playing there is another another topic of discussion, but th- there's quite a few venues. Um, the, the last year's kind of taken some good ones out, but um, around San Francisco, um, Sacramento has been really kind of popping off for our kind of type of music for hard rock and stuff. Um, but a lot of these venues, they want you to promise, you know, a, you could bring X amount of people. Um, so with that comes selling tickets and stuff. Oh yeah. The opportunity is there. There, there, there are venues. It's not like we're, uh, yeah. In the middle of nowhere and stuff. So you, we just have to put in a little bit more legwork because there are a lot of, there's a lot of bands too, trying to play that same gig. Yep. Huh. So, so there's a lot of competition where you are for the, that kind of music that you play. Yeah, so bigger scene means more people in it. Oh, yeah. And then we kind of fall in this weird spot because there's a lot of, like, metal, um, you know, really, really heavier music. So there's some bills that, you know, we might know the guys in the band and we could probably get the gig, but we're going to get bananas and beers thrown at us because we're like Taylor Swift compared to some (laughs) of the other bands. And, um, And, you know, we try to be a little picky, too, like, Yep. Where we're saying, okay, what can we get from the show? And that's not to mean like, oh, it's, you know, haha, we're taking advantage. But are these shows that are going to put us in front of people that, you know, would enjoy our style of music? Um, you know, and there's, exactly. there's a, almost like a business element to it. I mean, I guess it is. <laughs> of, of, you know, being around people that are into new music, right? Aren't just looking for something you know, that's been done before. Like, oh, I really like, you know, whatever genre, it doesn't matter. Um, so people who are actively looking for new music, are we are we in front of those people? That's awesome. So do you often find, uh, do you often play shows where you have a very responsive, uh, positively responsive crowd or is it kind of like 50-50 or how does that work? We were starting to get some better shows kind of traction can we, talk about I, can we say that yeah can we uh, sorry you kind of cut out what'd you say uh, the sickness can we talk about that or i don't care okay cool. no, yeah. i was gonna say yeah jacob are we allowed to say the bands is what i'm saying yeah yeah we can okay yeah you do it then yeah so we had a show we had shows lined up with uh saliva and red jumpsuit apparatus um like some you know bands that are actually established and stuff um so we were getting some traction and things were starting to happen um and the you know some of the the last shows we played we were seeing a more response there was definitely like a some momentum building Mm -hmm. um you know but those shows are probably gonna happen (laughs) so um they're just rescheduled and we're waiting for dates and stuff but um you know at the time it was kind of soul crushing but you know everything so like so covid is kind of 
messed with your guys's music right so how has it like been of course there's negatives and positives to it but overall has it been more negative and positive or positive and well not positive but has it helped the music in some way like writing or what has it done for you i think it turned into a positive um once we kind of got over the gut punch um we ended up writing an ep um writing a bunch of songs filming a bunch of videos we got a lot of stuff done so um i think the initial negative we've grown a lot as a band during this time that's just my opinion i don't know what about you guys yeah you know i with you know different travel arrangements and different rules and uh, regulations you know it's it forced us to do more writing independently um which has been fun because you have you're kind of forced to flesh out an idea a little more um, before saying to the band or uploading it on our uh, little server or whatever um, for Hmm. people to look at. And so it's fun because it's letting us create, we're learning to create more efficiently um, and get through ideas quicker, you know, assess, is this good? Is this bad? Okay. Next thing. Okay. This is good. Let's go. Um, I don't know. It's made for me, it's made me put in more work as a songwriter, which I think has made for a better product. Same. That's, that's pretty cool. This, so it's kind of like a blessing and a curse almost. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. a good way to put it. <laughs> and so, so um, from then to, from then to now, from when you guys kind of had to do stuff independently and when you were kind of allowed to be all together, how, how, how did you avoid conflicts or kind of, you know, minimize the negative effects from that from then when you, when you guys could all be together to now? Is it easier or harder? Hmm. It was definitely a lot harder to get together at first. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's best to be safe as possible. Um you know, and everything, especially with each other. We're just like, hey, man, I know you're fine. I know I'm fine. But we don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, we had to play it safe for a while. And then, but in the meantime, we were able to upgrade our equipment, such as computers, whatnot, get more webcams, have more access to the internet availability. And then we were able to collaborate that way more through, uh, discord zoom you know having meetings online uh, tossing yep. ideas at each other so it actually allowed us to be more uh what's the word uh, consistent yep. yeah consistent yeah we had an old school approach before everything where we would have ideas get together have no idea what we're gonna do um <laughs> maybe get a song done that day um <laughs> to where now we could have 10 ideas show up you know get through realize seven of them suck and then work on the three that are good um, <laughs> and, you know, potentially leave with like three songs that are almost done. So, um, exactly. yeah, well, it, more right? productive. For, for one really good song, that means you had uh, 15 good songs, which means you had written, you know, it, it takes so many ideas to get to a good song. Um, yeah. For every one we go with, there's five that are in the trash. <laughs> Huh. Something to get cut off real quick, and we're like, "No, nah, that's not worth it." Next thing, <laughs> it's interesting. So it's kind of like 
you guys had to figure out how to write stuff on your own, sort of, or like kind of maybe not figure it out, but more master it, right? Yeah, I find myself writing a lot of verse chorus songs and just throwing a bunch out, but it's easier to get to good ones because you're being more consistent. At least that's what it is for me. Hmm. Less distractions, I guess. And yeah, we had to figure out, like, it took a while to find a workflow that worked for us, too. Yeah, and I think we're, we're still trying to figure that out, but it's getting better. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, kind of like, uh, how do you avoid fights in a band, you know, like, or minimize, like, the crap that comes along with it? You don't? No, I'm just kidding. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> just let it happen. <laughs> I think it's important to uh, understand what the other person's trying to get across. So again, like I was talking about the language at the beginning where it's like, how are you counting things? The first thing is make sure we're speaking the same language. Because <laughs> um, a lot of the time that's where the misunderstanding is. So, um, And then also understanding what is whoever came up with the song, what are they trying to do with it? Uh, we say that, like, where's the song going? Um, so understanding more about what the other person's written. And also, you know, if you have a strong opinion, you got you to gotta say why. Hmm, I like that. So, like, you guys kind of have, like, an understanding. Like, you can't just have an opinion without having, like, something behind that opinion and just trying to, like, cause a fight or something or, you know, trying to push something or whatever. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's that thought you have where it's like, this may really change things, um, but I think it might sound good and we got to try it. <laughs> and so and what what we're saying is we got to try everything. Hey, if you have an idea, let's make sure we at least try it. Hmm. That's really cool. Like to like to hear kind of how other people deal with conflict. You know, it's a it's it's different than how a lot of people I know deal with it because just and especially, you know, you guys are in a band. It, it it must be different, and with being friends and stuff. So that's kind of cool to hear. I like to hear how other people do that kind of stuff. Absolutely, and, it's like it's like we're a family, you know. Yeah, being around each other for a while, <laughs> heads, yeah. but we're working around it. Yeah, it's we like uh, we're we're business partners, brothers, and it's like we're married to each other all at the same time. So yeah. it's like. <laughs> It's, it's balancing a lot of different relationships into one thing. But at the end of the day, we all need each other. So. Absolutely. Huh. That's awesome. Love to hear that kind of stuff. Good. Uh, I love to hear when, you know, like a band is uh, our friends, you know, where you guys can stand each other. Like um, Pantera, you know, like I was reading uh, a book, you know, Pantera. Um, yes. Golly, that guy's such an underrated singer. Go listen to that first album, Cowboys from Hell. Oh, that oh my album, god, it's so good. Wait, what band? Shut Pantera. Up. Pantera. I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Where so, are they from? <laughs> so they kind of had a, a weird dynamic. They didn't really hang out, or they weren't really too much friends outside of being in the band. You know, so. And and that's I think that's kind of what led to their downfall. And um, it's it's cool to hear like a, a band like you being pretty good friends, you know. Like and I and I like that because 
that means you guys are going to be around for a while and i really like your music so that's cool (laughs) (laughs) and um (laughs) and kind of coming off all the like kind of disputes and stuff like that how what what's kind of your well maybe not coming off of that but sort of related to things that have happened what's what's like the biggest hurdle that you've individually had to overcome to be where you are today kind of sort of successful for uh what you're doing you know and where you are right now uh can you uh can you repeat the question sorry oh yeah sorry um what's kind of the biggest hurdle you've had to overcome to be where you are right now and be as successful as you are like you're not like metallica but you're still fairly successful for uh what you do what's what have you had to overcome to do that Hmm. like personally um me personally um i'm a very big like 80s metal fan so metallica iron maiden testament blah 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 you name it like all that stuff (laughs) uh so trying to become a better songwriter and not just relying on like the palm muting and a little thing here like actually trying to make interesting riffs or interesting progressions and stuff like that not just the the normal okay like i know exactly where this is gonna go uh kind of thing and it it, like sounds the same i mean i I definitely have my influences but i try to do different things like i'm a a big stone temple pilots fan so i like to kind of see how his playing style is and like, see, Oh, this guy's using this kind of chords. How could I go, you know, learn these kind of chords and throw them into my songwriting stuff like that. So just becoming a better writer and player. Huh. That's pretty awesome. I I like to, that's cool to hear that your, your hurdle is being a better musician. That's awesome. Very poignant. They can, can, yeah. Um, um, I think for me, uh, it, at least as how it pertains to what it brings to the band, is um, kind of embracing uh, not being pigeonholed. And by that, I mean, um, I, I think people get really stuck on, okay, this is what the band sounds like, so this is how I sing. Um, so for me, it's being comfortable um, trying things that I haven't done in the past. Uh, that's been my biggest hurdle is how it pertains to writing the music. Hmm. So, so you're kind of like, you don't, you're, you're trying not to be stuck in one position, trying to expand your horizons for lack of a better term. Yeah, that's, that's a good way to put it. Don't want to be stuck in one position. And that's, you know, when it comes to the writing process, that's, that's an important thing. Like, don't define what you are yet <laughs> maybe <laughs> if not ever right yeah you, you know i think bands they sometimes fall into this trap where it's like oh this is what we sound like so keep doing that uh sometimes a band gets its best material when they evolve that being said man if you got something good don't lose it <laughs> sorry um so that's pretty cool i like to i like to you know kind of i i like that you guys uh kind of want to be better musicians and stuff and that's kind of your goal and hurdle and stuff and i think that's really cool 
yeah you you see really talented musicians and you could either be jealous upset or humble about it <laughs> um, and so we're always like hey let's let's be the best we can be hmm. that's that's um, insightful oh yeah that's some of my big, biggest influences too is watching other musicians um uh i get a lot of requests to go fill in for gigs here and there but not only that but i love listening to the other players play and be like wow that's such a cool hi-hat thing he did or what's that cool off rhythm that's a great harmony note you know i learned i hear one little note and i get inspired really easily yeah and no, i guess my biggest hurdle was uh like before this band i was in more of a like i don't know more of a metal band and stuff um and really focusing on the songwriting from um from drums as well as like I've and I'm learning trying to learn other instruments and trying not to pigeonhole myself into just being I'm just a drummer like that was kind of my mindset before hmm. like uh kind of like Marcus was saying you don't want to be stuck in one place right cool it's awesome Definitely to hear limit yourself yeah yeah limiting yourself only like limits yourself man <laughs> far out dude yeah limit is the limit so there is, are no limits zang <laughs> i like to play there's the song take to the limit <laughs> hey that's a great song by battle beast yeah of course you do And so, kind of like, um, not uh, not to be like, uh, no, no, no. I'm trying to think of the best way to word this, but like, uh, sort of, in, instead of something that you've overcome, what is something that you, what's your biggest fear or something that you'd like to overcome in the future? Uh, how much I'm afraid of tomatoes. <laughs> I try them once a year, and I still never like them. Do you really not like tomatoes? Dude, I, uh, yeah, so it's a texture thing. I like, oh. I, I think I want it to be watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> Those are two very different sizes. Yeah. Of- <laughs> and now, I, I don't mind ketchup. I enjoy ketchup. Uh, I like marinara sauce. You know, even if it's a finely cut like what's that called like bruschetta where there's like a little tomato whatever on top i can do that so that tells me it's a texture thing hmm. yeah <laughs> it's it is definitely off-putting you know <laughs> like the grape tomatoes are fine but like oh the... those are worse, those are the worse. Whoa, what are you talking about <laughs> Cherry <laughs> tomatoes. if i mouth. wanted a grape i'd eat a grape <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i definitely get that man tomatoes are weird it's not an apple it's not firm enough no not an apple (laughs) apple. (laughs) what's going on i don't and it's like a fruit or something so no tomatoes are vegetables fruits taste good they are exactly that's what i've always said 
That's what I've only <laughs> said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tomatoes. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's that's what you want to overcome yes <laughs> oh. put it down put it on the wikipedia page <laughs> <laughs> wikipedia yeah <laughs> oh tomatoes yeah um, and I, I, guess I try not to focus on the fears just to <laughs> those will cripple you <laughs> that's a good way to look at it I'd say definitely one of mine chiming in on that uh, one of my biggest fears for sure is uh, is acceptance really or failure uh, that's the biggest fear of all um, but the only way to overcome that is to shoot your shot it's it's put it out there see where shoot it lands your shot, see who likes like it. it, see who doesn't Absolutely. You want to see where it grows. It, you never know. You plant a bunch of plants, six plants, for example, one plant might flourish, the five might die. You never know. But that's my biggest fear, but the only way to overcome that is to do it. Yeah. You know, and like, if you try it, like, and it doesn't work out, what do you, you only lost a little bit of time. You know, you still have the rest of your life to figure it out. My, my favorite quote is, uh, you lose or you win from the failures. You learn from the failures. You don't learn from the wins. Absolutely. Me too. That's what I'm pretty much saying. Yeah, it's amazing. amazing. But Jacob, all I do is win, 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 no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> Copy that. <laughs> 30 seconds later. Yeah, that song's not a winner, dude. <laughs> I feel very strongly about this. <laughs> oh, oh, now, <laughs> oh, sorry about that. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of want to end off the big questions with more of a. Well, this isn't the last, the second last question, but kind of like a, a little bit more of a fun question. Um, it, it seems that uh, there seem there seems to be a a big disconnect from like people my age. I'm like 15. All right. And it seems there seems to be a big disconnect from people my age and good music. You know, it seems pe- <laughs> seems people only listen to what they're told is good, kind of. You know, like sheep, for lack of a better term. <laughs> so, what's kind of kind of what's the what's the dumbest question that you've been asked from a younger person? You know, about your music. Ooh. Does it gent? I'm just kidding. <laughs> huh. I can't think of anything. Yeah. It, I mean, you know, it, there's no, you know, a dumb question. What is a dumb question, right? You, if you have a question, ask. Um, I, I don't know. Dumb questions, they're usually more based on assumptions, I guess. Yeah. Like, yeah. They, they see you play they some some kids will be like oh i assume that was easy and maybe <laughs> just to think about it and you're like dude you don't realize this little thing i'm doing here um but that's more funny than uh, upsetting yeah 
um, the last interview I had with the, I was telling you about the guy, rec- the guy from Rectum Torture. <laughs> um, he was <laughs> he was in a black metal band. So, you, have you guys ever heard black metal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, he he was in a black metal band for a while with his brother or something. And um, cool. there was one time he was he was talking to me when he was at school, and some kid asked him, like, "Have you ever played with Metallica?" <laughs> that, that that was kind of yes yeah <laughs> okay yeah that'd be a good example yeah that's funny yeah and uh... yes, of course all the time <laughs> the only like weird questions i don't know they're not even dumb it's just people that haven't necessarily been in bands like you know it could be your family members and stuff but yeah um they don't necessarily realize like how much work you're putting into a band Mm-hmm. And then they like treat your band like it's just this whole thing, you know. But like, like, like a hobby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean? <laughs> this is my life. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, excuse me. Now, uh, that, I guess that's kind of like the end of the interview. Kind of. I have a few more questions, but. Fun, fun questions. But before we kind of end off the big questions, I have one more question for you guys. Um, what are your plans for the future? Do you for to grow your band? What What are you going to try and do? Engage with the people who are interested with us. Yeah, um, we we try to form relationships uh, with people. You know, even if it's just a little message for someone who liked a post on Instagram or something, um, I think it's important that um, they like the people who are making the music, too. I think that's what makes the difference between a fan and someone who heard a song and liked it. Hmm. I like that. That's and and I, I definitely like um, I have a few friends that uh, heard of you through the show and they were telling me that. You guys are very uh, communicative, you know, like when they followed you, you sent them the message asking uh, what kind of music they were listening to. Yeah. Yeah. And Uh, I think I think that's a great way to. We also want to learn about the people who who like us, one, because it's fun to, to have friends. But two, you know, there's it's like interesting what things about us made you interested in us, because then it can help us learn and grow, too. So it's fun. (laughs) Cool, that's uh, that's awesome, man. I uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, y- yeah, and I, and I think that's what kind of drew me towards you guys is like kind of in- interesting me in your music is that you guys seem to be very out like outreaching. I guess you, you know you talk to your fans, and I thought that was pretty cool. So I kind of that's and that kind of led us to now. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I, lo- I love having a great conversation, even if it's in person. Um, just a quick message. Like, you know, well, let's have a chat. Like, what do you yeah. likes, dislikes? Like, uh, what do you want to hear more of? Yeah. I love that question. That's cool. That's cool. Now, I guess that's kind of the end of the big questions um, for the interview. And uh, But I do have a few fun questions that I uh, I like I like to do sometimes so or like okay. whenever I can so uh-oh um, number 1 
So if you get to tour with one band, um, let's say a North American tour, you get to tour Ooh. with one band, who is it? Like for free? Oh, no. Like we're just going to tour with them? Uh, yeah, exactly. It's free. They, okay. they reached out to you. Let's pretend that. Gotcha. <laughs> wow. Well, my, mine would be Foo Fighters all the way. Oh, yeah, they're good. Uh, uh, Dave Dave Grohl is the reason I picked up guitar, so that would just be like the the fantasy come true. Tenacious D, <laughs> <laughs> awesome! I love Tenacious D. Who doesn't? Pick Destiny is like the best movie of the two thousands. <laughs> it's up there, man. And School of Rock. I'm sorry, that movie's so great. Jack Black is is a very versatile actor. He's very funny. Yeah. Got so much energy. <laughs> I love Jack Black. Oh, uh, well, who would I want to see? I'd, I'd see there would be my choice. Ooh. Yeah, they're still putting out good music. Huh. Absolutely. I'd want to do like, I don't know, Royal Blood or Papa Roach or something. Those would be. Ooh, would be Royal, Royal Blood. Those guys are yeah. awesome. Royal yeah. Tusk. <laughs> Royal Tusk. Tusk. I I would say, but I, we're like not a fit with them at all. Although we'd like to incorporate some of those elements. Yeah, Metallica. Uh, bring me the and just I want to be in front of those crowds. Holy crap! Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. You know that kind of leads me to a question that I I think I thought about it earlier. But what's the biggest crowd you've ever played? Like estimate. Ooh. Maybe we should say individually so that the number's not so low, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That that one show in Concord, the, the Vinny's one, that probably at least had 60 people, I'd say. Is that the biggest crowd you've played in front of, Jeff? Uh, for me, yeah. <laughs> we, and, and Cole, I know you guys have played in front of more people. I'm sure you've played in front Oh yeah, that's right. You had uh, whatever. Um, for me, a uh, couple hundred. I don't know. Uh, probably five hundred or so. In other venues, more, but um, not with music. Hmm. Uh, probably for me, like, I don't know, two fifty, three hundred, something like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, my my biggest one was in Reno, actually, on an outdoor stage. Um, I was doing a Blues Brother cover band, uh, <laughs> a tribute to the Blues Brothers called the <laughs> Blues Brothers Review. Anyways, it was probably about, it was outside, so I couldn't see sidewalks, so it was probably about a thousand, huh. maybe eight hundred. Yeah, there's there so many people. Uh, we we opened up for war that day. That was fun. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. Please ignore the fire truck. I don't know how to mute it. <laughs> <laughs> so... Is it? Do you prefer playing in front of bigger or smaller crowds, or like medium, or or how? How? What do? You, what do you guys prefer personally? As many as possible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <For> bigger, <laughs> this point. Awesome. You want to get your music out there. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um. 
back to the fun questions now. <laughs> um, what's the last thing each of you Googled? Oh. I can tell you right now. Let's be specific. Google or DuckDuckGo? Ooh, DuckDuckGo. Um, the last thing I Googled. I'm, like, scared to jump off the podcast. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing I googled was uh, a website called Music Stacks, and I was checking the stats of our most recent single. <laughs> <laughs> what are they? Uh, we just crossed a thousand. Just crossed a thousand streams. Oh, um, I was looking at a thing called a popularity score, and that's how you kind of get on the uh, Spotify playlist. So hmm. I'm a nerd, but <laughs> that's awesome. Last thing I googled My... was Lucy's yeah. Cafe Menu. I wanted to eat some. <laughs> My last thing I googled uh, was best uh, PlayStation One RPG games. <laughs> what was the I I kind of want to play Final Fantasy IX because uh, I like the series, but I'm playing on my Vita, and I'm like, dude, if I can't fast forward, this is not gonna last. <laughs> The the last thing I googled was about um, my my favorite NFL team because the NFL drafts today and I didn't like who they picked but that's oh, that's for okay. me. Who they pick? Who they pick? Uh, Trey Lance from uh, North Dakota State. Okay, where where'd my boy Zach Wilson go? To New York to get killed. <laughs> to New York? How did he end up in New York? Oh wait, the Jets, right? Yeah, the Jets. Okay, I thought he was the Giants. I was like, no, wait, the what? Jets. Oh man, I feel bad for him already. Right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you you got are you guys all like football fans or? I am. Uh, I like football. Um, I've been watching less sports, um, but I, I can't help but love football. I've been watching a lot of. Um, fighting sports, combat sports, MMA, UFC. I was watching what's called a UFC Pride where they would have these crazy like the weight classes were huge so you'd have like a 180 pound dude fighting a 260 pound dude. So I've been watching a lot of those. Yeah, I literally do not watch sports. So yeah, I'm that guy. <laughs> and <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's cool, man. Uh, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of sports, but if it's on, I'm not gonna turn it off. Yeah, <laughs> nice. There you go. <laughs> and um, kind of this is the last question, I guess. Um, if you could remove one mundane thing from your life, from your daily routine, what would it be? Can't be work or school or whatever. Ooh, that's a good question. Remove one mundane thing from my daily life. Uh, it's so hard because there's so many yeah (laughs) i'll say something really trivial it's a mundane task i wish i wouldn't have to pluck my freaking eyebrows because your boy gets the unibrow if he doesn't watch out (laughs) (laughs) i'd imagine that would get pretty uh tedious after a while it's pretty hairy (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, one mundane thing would be okay. doing laundry. I I can't stand doing laundry, but uh, I have to do it every day. <laughs> that's not a fun thing. No, <laughs> that's it. It it's it's a it's a lame one in it, but it's it. it uh, I I just don't like doing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, mine would be uh, I would say I have to see just being lazy in the morning, like more. You gotta stop it. <laughs> get up. Get rid know. of that sleepiness, that drowsiness from waking up. Absolutely, exactly. I kind of just crawl. I like to sit and relax. <laughs> I mean, on the days that I don't do that, I feel great. Like I go and get some coffee, take a shower, you know, stuff like that. But most yeah. days I'm just like, nah, I'm gonna sit here, scroll <laughs> my phone. <laughs> I, think, I think I thought of the objectively correct answer and it's cut out driving time. Oh, yeah. Never thought of that one. Oh, yeah, that would, cut, that would save a lot of time. Yeah, really. I like that. All right. That's awesome. Love talking to you guys. You too, hey, man. You too, man. Yeah, yeah thank absolutely, you. man. Thanks for having us on. It was fun. No problem. If you guys ever want to come on again, just let me know. I'm all, I'm almost always open. You know, awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm not too busy ever. So, <laughs> And um, if you have anything you ever want to promote, like your new EP when it comes out, I'd, I'd love to promote that on my show. So, sweet, absolutely, man. Oh, yeah, I would love to. Jacob, uh, when's that date? Yeah, June June eleventh. June eleventh. Do you Do you guys have a name for it yet? It's self titled. Okay, that's there. easy to remember. Yeah, cold shoulder. All right, be on the lookout for that, ladies and gentlemen. Is there anything else you'd like to plug? Just uh, Uh, check out Instagram. Yeah, check out Can You. Click that link tree. Get on the website. All right. Well, I guess we could leave the your link tree in the description if you want. That's what. All right. Cool. If there, if there's anything else. I uh, I just I respect your hustle, man. You're doing a podcast at 15. That's awesome. Yeah, I've been doing it for <laughs> yeah, three years. It's crazy. That's incredible. Three was, years. Good for you, man. Thanks. Dude, that's awesome. Thanks, man. And it's it's a uh, it's pretty cool. I just m- launched my merch store, actually. So yeah, plug your own stuff, man. Yeah, what are you doing? Oh, congratulations. <laughs> Thanks. Do you do you guys have merch or or, or anything? Yeah, Absolutely. we do. Cool. What do you, what do you guys use? Do you use like a spreadsheet or do you do it all by hand or like? We use a uh, Printful. We we for online orders in shows like for real life shows we have a guy locally, but um, for online orders we go through Printful. That's cool. That's cool. All right. Well, uh, I guess that's it. Uh, again, unless you guys have anything else to say. I think we're good, man. Awesome. Thank you. Rolls, check out his podcast. <laughs> thanks and like i said if you guys ever want to come back on just let me know because i'd love to have you guys back on all Absolutely. right my guy appreciate that all take right. care Bob. see you guys have a good one. thanks for coming on right. that was our interview with cold shoulder i hope you enjoyed it because i sure did these guys are really cool 
and I'm really glad they they um they asked to come on my show because I never would have even thought to ask because you know I'm a I'm uh I'm not the best with asking for interviews, you know? Like the the two interviews that I've had were people asking to come on the show. So, you know, and it's uh it's really awesome to hear these guys um talk and all this stuff and it's really interesting to hear about what it is to be in a band, you know. These these guys are really awesome. So, again, go check them out. We'll leave their link tree in the description so you can get all their stuff from there and yeah. So what we're going to do now is we're just going to go to a, uh, we're going to go to a break. Then we're going to come back. I hope you, I, I, I should have said something. I, I hope you enjoyed the ad in mid, in the middle of that, uh, in the middle of that interview. <laughs> Me and my brother made that. So we're, and we also made another one, which you will hear right now. So that's all we're going to do. It's not going to be a song. So we just, it's, yeah, yeah whatever. And then we're going to uh, sign off. And yeah, you have to wait till next week for another episode. So I'm Max Pichette of Phenomena Nations. We'll be right back.